ever tried asking your horse to lengthen his stride in trot? Uh, and if you have, what was the result? <laughs> or perhaps you've done a couple of dressage tests, you've a few under your belt, and perhaps a little bit of lengthening was asked for in those tests. And what were the comments that you got? Well, this week, guys, we are talking about lengthening the stride in trot and how you can avoid some of the more common pitfalls that tends to happen. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success where we create these lessons, these audio horse riding lessons for you to download and listen to using your own phone or iPod or whatever it is, MP3 player and you can listen to them on the back of your own horse in your own saddle and in your own arena. Uh, we created these lessons, we have five every week all around a central theme and as I say this week is the lengthening of the stride in trot and we take you step by step through it, uh, through the movement uh, with your horse. The Monday lesson, this lesson you're listening to now, is the podcast, it's the free lesson, it's just a very general overview of the movement and then during the rest of the lessons this week we will go into more detail. Okay, before we go anywhere, I would love you to join us. We are kicking off on the 4th of January, Monday the 4th of January, for a new round of the 30 Day Rider Fitness Challenge and I would love you to join us. Now if you have already completed the challenge with us at some point in the past, you will be getting an email from me soon that is going to invite you to rejoin and kind of recommit to it. The challenge has had a makeover, which is fantastic. It was kind of overdue. Um, so I would love, if you haven't already joined us, what you can do is pop over to 30 day, the number 30, dayriderfitnesschallenge.com and you can sign up there. It is 100% free. So we've all seen these wonderful video clips uh, of horses and they show these fantastic, just these extravagant extensions in the trot. And I think most riders actually dream of performing that with their horse. They kind of think, you know what, that looks really good. And I think I can do that. However, however, uh, unfortunately, the unfortunate downside of this is that when most riders ask for such a movement, uh, it tends to either result in the horse breaking into canter or the horse kind of running along at 200 miles an hour, legs moving 90 to the dozen underneath them and the hind end just completely being left behind um, in the whole situation. And the thing is, you want to be able to lengthen and shorten your horse's stride. And I think that doing it in canter is perhaps a little bit easier. Um, trot it tends to just run away with us. And the reason that we want to be able to do this is, well, first of all, that you can make any adjustments if necessary when you're riding. So you can make the adjustments inside the gate. So you don't have to change to walk or you don't have to go into canter. You can do it inside the trot. But not only that, it also develops your horse's responsiveness and his suppleness, which we're going to talk about just now, and also his balance when being ridden. So it's a nice exercise to use. Even if you never plan on setting foot inside of a dressage arena, it is a nice exercise to use when riding your horse or when on the trail, and you can do this anywhere, that you can just work with your horse doing something a little bit differently. And it's going to really, really help to strengthen and develop him physically and also mentally. And you see, that also ends up a little bit being the problem because horses do have to develop strength in order to be able to perform this. And a lot of the time, the fact that the horse is running or has lost the tempo in the trot or whatever the case is, or um, perhaps they broke into canter, 
was because the rider, well, he lacked that certain amount of patience to get their horse to the level where he was happily going to be able to lengthen his trot, okay? And what I mean by that is a lot of the time you see riders and they'll push, they almost like force their horse to lengthen. And all that really results in is the horse might begin to hollow his back, he might shorten the stride, so he gets those short, choppy strides. And as I say, his legs are going 90 to the dozen, but um, he's actually going nowhere slowly, if you know what I mean. And uh, also, he becomes very, very heavy on the forehand, okay? So asking and not pushing is really, really important when we're talking about our horse lengthening his stride in the trot, okay? You know, in order to lengthen his stride, he has to lengthen his whole top line. Now, we often talk of suppleness and we think of it as moving sideways. So it's this lateral suppleness when we speak about suppling our horse. But your horse must be supple both laterally and also longitudinally. And it's important. What I mean there is that when he is asking to lengthen or when you're asking your horse to lengthen, you want him to lengthen over his whole top line or over his whole back, okay? So if he begins to hollow or if he begins to maybe stick his head in the air or drop his head down, he is not truly going to lengthen correctly for you uh, in the trot. So it's really, really important that you keep that in mind and all the time throughout riding this, that it is a suppleness. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the tempo and the rhythm. Now, I think if you're going to start with lengthening your horse's stride, that is actually where you start with, okay? So that, that's what I would suggest to you. So you first of all must kind of get a baseline or a control almost um, in the trot. So ideally you're starting from working trot. And what I would suggest doing is picking two points in the arena. Um, so maybe if there's two poles or perhaps a point between two jumps, whatever the case is. I do want it on a straight line, the two points, but um, two points in your arena. So maybe between K and H or F and M, but somewhere two points, and you can also do it across the diagonal, so perhaps between F and H. Um, but you want these two points that you've chosen, and you need to get really, really accurate on the points. So use your body passing the point as being the almost the start if you can imagine a stopwatcher that that that's the starting point and then obviously your body passing the second point as being the stopping point okay and what you should do is count the strides between that so count how many strides you get in there doing your normal working trot as your horse is trotting around the arena okay and then do this a few times so as you have as i say that control that you can begin to work off now I know we're talking about lengthening the stride, but I want you to then begin looking at doing a little bit of shortening of the stride. And the reason is, is because you want to get your horse's hindquarters engaged underneath him, okay? So by shortening the stride, and remember when you're shortening it, you don't want to break from the impulsion or lack the impulsion. So it's almost like you're, you're containing more energy. You're going to get it a lot more energetic in it and yet you're going to cover less ground and while you're shortening it keep in mind the whole time that tempo okay so your tempo is the how many times your one two so your one two and trot one two one two one two how many times that occurs in a certain period of time and um, so you you don't want your tempo to change so when you're asking your horse to shorten or to lengthen there should be no 
change in the one two the one two should sound the exact same so perhaps if you could get a song that has a one two one two one two one two and you keep writing to that or just say it out loud say the one two one two or trot 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 whatever it is but you need to keep that tempo okay and then as you're shortening it a little bit and remember your horse if he's only just beginning to do this he's not going to be able to hold it for very long so just for a few strides and then allow him out again and to shorten it all you're going to do it's almost like you want to close your legs and close your hands so you're just bringing things you're kind of shutting things back a little bit you're saying whoop and then you're going to allow him then once you've shortened for what you want then you allow him on now and that's really important when we ask for the lengthened stride so once you've got your horses back and engaged and it's not just the shortening i would also suggest a lot of transitions up and down before you even begin to attempt trying to lengthen the stride you really want him listen remember responsiveness is very very important here but once you've got all that sorted he is listening and you are indeed asking for him to shorten and he is responding to that and you can feel that his back end is underneath him it is engaged merely to ask for the lengthening all you're going to do is to allow your horse to lengthen his stride a little bit okay now a lot of the time riders think allowing means that you must throw the reins at him don't do that he needs a contact if, if you're throwing the contact away first of all he is probably going to fall onto his forehand a little bit because remember when he starts out first he doesn't really know what's expected of him first and foremost and secondly he's not strong enough or developed enough to be able to carry himself like that for any sort of prolonged period so he does need your almost if you can think of your hands as being almost like training wheels and um, he needs them a little bit just to help with that consistent contact but also you need to have the contact to keep the energy contained so as it doesn't all run out the front end you know just because you're asking for a little bit of a lengthening doesn't mean that everything just goes to hell and gone but the other thing i want you to make sure when you are asking for this is that you don't lie backwards so a lot of riders when they ask for a lengthening they try and drive with their seat now i do think it's important to allow with your seat and perhaps then to also a little bit encourage with your seat but driving or pushing or shoving with your seat is something completely different and it's really important you don't do that because remember you we want this long nice stretchiness to come over the whole back area you want him to stretch out with his head and neck not down not up he must go out everything just must like like an accordion if you can imagine that okay so it's all going to stretch out and then when you shorten it all comes back in but to allow that to happen if you're going to be very heavy when you're leaning backwards because now you're driving with your seat forwards he is going to rather hollow his back out of the way which means that his back end is essentially not going to come underneath him and it's going to fall out behind him okay and you're not going to get that lovely pushing forward that you're looking for guys we could talk about this all day but we are going to talk about it all week i do have to wrap up here what i am going to do for the rest of this week as i mentioned at the very beginning we are talking about lengthening the stride tomorrow we're going to be talking about more specifically the hindquarters and more exercises that we're going to be doing to build up to actually getting there with our horse on wednesday we're chatting about asking for more without allowing it to break into the counter okay so it's to get that very very 
fine line. And not only that, it's so as your horse can also understand what you're asking for. And then on Thursday, we're going to be chatting about uh, maintaining balance, rhythm, and tempo throughout the gate, okay? As I say, the lessons for the rest of the week are created so that you can listen while riding. So they really are just riding lessons. If you closed your eyes and you imagined I was standing there in the arena with you, that's what it would be like. Um, so I would love if you're thinking about joining us, you can find out more over at stridesforsuccess.com. And as I mentioned, that 30-day rider fitness challenge, if you want to get your butt in gear for the new year, pop over there and join us there. It's 100% free. Have a really, really super week. And to all our members, I'll see you tomorrow. Be good. Bye.